When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wolfpacker Show. My name is Ethan McDowell, and I am joined, as I always am, by Noah Fleischman. Today, we are recording a special emergency edition of the Wolfpacker Show because the Wolfpacker.com has learned that sophomore quarterback MJ Morris intends to take a red shirt this year. Um, we are recording this Monday at 10.47 a.m. I'm putting that disclaimer in because um, the news has not officially broken yet, and any developments that come past 10.47 a.m., um, we don't know about yet. So any, anything that we find out later in the day, we will discuss that on Thursday's show. But we did want to, you know, get out ahead and you know give our initial reactions to this news. Um, a, a source informed um, the Wolfpacker that MJ Morris met with the staff Sunday and um, told them that he intended, after playing the past four games, to redshirt this year and preserve his sophomore season of eligibility. Um, this has a huge impact on the last three games of the season, four if you count the bowl game, obviously. Um, he's the starting quarterback of NC State football, and now the Wolfpack likely has to turn to Brennan Armstrong, who they benched after a 13-10 loss to Louisville earlier this year. Noah, um, your initial thoughts upon hearing the news that MJ will redshirt this year? I was surprised. I, I didn't think this was this was going to happen. Obviously, at the beginning of the year, the plan – was to to you know stay uh to redshirt and just you know sit the year and sit behind Brennan and then obviously as Dave Dorn said when when they named him the starter plans change and so it's definitely a surprise um unclear at the moment of whether this means he's staying or going we don't know the answer to that question it just means he's shutting it down for the year um there's probably a lot of unanswered questions still but this isn't the worst case scenario for NC State having Brennan Armstrong on the bench, a reliable backup that can come in and start and then play well at times. So we'll see if this this four game stretch, you know, helped kind of reset Brennan too. Um, we'll we'll find out. But yeah, it's definitely a surprise. I, I don't think we saw this coming. Um, MJ Morris, he's been talking. He talked to us, you know, what last week and, and seemed really excited. Um, but something must have something must have changed, and, and, and it's time to sit. He'll preserve the this year. So three years of eligibility. Um, to play with moving forward. Yeah. And um, it's interesting. And, you know, first and foremost, what we got to say at the top of this show is MJ's doing what he he believes is best for him. And um, that's good. That's a good thing. I know it's disappointing for NC State fans, but MJ is doing what's best for him. So got to emphasize, do not tweet at MJ. Do not, I don't know, comment on his Instagram. Do not reach out to MJ. He is doing what is best for for MJ Morris. And um, that's the most important thing here. So, um, you know, whatever's next for him, we're first and foremost wishing him well. Um, but this obviously changes the outlook of the season as well. Um, now you turn the Brennan Armstrong under center, who was um, up and down in his start so far this year. Uh, he completed 58.8% of his passes through five touchdowns and six interceptions over five starts. Those throwing numbers have a lot to be desired on the ground. 
even you know playing in a reserve role over the past few games, he still leads NC State in rushing. He has um, he's averaging something like you know four point two yeah four point two yards per carry. He scored three times. Um, he had eight carries for fifty one yards against uh, against Miami on Saturday, and just he's a very physical, tough runner, and he'll be able to contribute absolutely. On the ground, it's more of a question of how does this impact um, NC State's offense through the air, which is, uh, I'm going to be interested to see. And, um, you know, it for me, I'm not sure it totally impacts my view of the season. I mean, I, I think MJ is a more talented passer. I don't think that's really that much of a debate. And I've um, had a little more poise in the pocket so far this season. Um, obviously, I, 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 the offense wasn't playing at an elite level anyways. So I think as long as Armstrong can minimize mistakes, not turn the ball over and, um, you know, show that poise under pressure because teams are going to blitz them. Teams have been blitzing MJ and Brennan all season long. So it's all about just being able to handle, you know, that pressure, minimize mistakes and um, not put NC State's defense, which is playing at an elite level in uncomfortable situations. So, Noah, how does this impact um, your view of the uh, home stretch of the season here? It doesn't really, and here's why. You know, looking at the numbers about, you know, the difference between Brennan and MJ, they're kind of similar right now in what they've done on the field this year through the air. You know, MJ, he, he's been kind of up and down a little bit. He, had, he does have five interceptions, um, but they, he hasn't, you know, it hasn't been, you know, that bad. You know, he had three in his first start, and most of them weren't his fault. But you look at it, Brennan can go down the field, and MJ has not found success pushing the ball down the field 20 yards or more. He only has one completion through the air of 20 yards or more this season, according to PFF. Brennan's had a little bit more success. Um, MJ, I think, maybe be a better decision maker in, in not putting the ball in harm's way. But at the same time, Brennan will do that and can get the ball in tight windows. So he'll force it. And it, it's, you know, you're, you're playing with fire. Sometimes it burns you. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, so I think that's fine. You know, Brennan's experience, I don't think that'll it'll rattle him. And he's, he's handled this well. Um, they've got three games to play. Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, UNC. Virginia Tech's an interesting one because Brennan Armstrong's never beaten the Hokies. They'll go to Lane Stadium. It'll be his last shot at, at Virginia Tech. And I think that'll be an interesting thing to watch, you know, down the stretch. Obviously, Wake Forest this weekend. Tough place to play for NC State. They haven't won there in like three or four trips. Um, so that'll be interesting. But I don't think it changes the outlook too much. It's not like this offense is lighting up this, the scoreboard by any means the past four weeks. Um, they had, you know, 48 points against Marshall. And then since then, their they're most they scored is 24. So that's interesting. And then the team is second to last in yards per game on offense in the ACC pit is behind them and it's by like five yards, four yards. So that that's that. I think Brennan can step in and do very similar things. And they've changed the game plan since he left. You know, when when they had him in, it was kind of, you know, a lot of different guys playing. Now the receiver rotation is very limited and the ball, the plan is to get Kevin Concepcion on the ball. And he was Brennan's favorite target when Brennan was playing. So I don't think that really changes how NC State approaches this offense either. So it'll be interesting to watch. Um, but this is not the worst case scenario when you have a you know, sixth-year quarterback on the bench rather than having to play a true freshman in Lex Thomas. Yeah, and you had 
a pretty good situation going into the year. That's why they brought Brennan in. You had two guys that you were very comfortable with playing um, against good competition. Okay. Now, I mean, the quarterback room is razor thin. Like, you have Brennan, and then after that, you have walk-on Ethan Rhodes, who has played in one game this season, and true freshman Lex Thomas, who has not played in a game yet this season. Um, we'll hopefully get clarity later this week on who will be the backup quarterback moving forward, but it's concerning without a doubt. I mean, Noah, you look at it and now it's like, shoot, like you're going to have to run Brennan. That's going to be a huge part of the offense. It's got to be, but you also have to weigh the injury risk here, right? Because now if he gets hurt, what happens? What's the plan? It, it's going to be very interesting to hear more about that this week. I'm going to be, um, you know, very interested. Um, I mean, and, and if you look at it, like, I don't really know that much about Ethan Rhodes. Um, he obviously wasn't asked to do that mu much when he came into the game um, a, a, at the end of the VMI contest. And then Lex Thomas is someone I, you know, I followed his recruitment. He's, um, you know, he was a solid three-star recruit out of high school. And um, he's obviously a, a Thomas brother. So Drake and Thayer are his older brothers. So he has that legacy. And um, shoot, um, if, if you've learned anything as an NC State fan, it's, you know, get excited when there's a Thomas brother on the field. But um, we, ha we obviously haven't seen him um, compete at the collegiate level yet. So a lot of unknowns behind Brennan. But the good part is there, Brennan is a big known quantity. We know exactly pretty much what we're going to get out of Brennan Armstrong for the rest of the season when he suits up for NC State this Saturday. Um, it's going to be a frantic um, frantic week. Uh, I, I think this was a surprise. I, I, I'm, it was certainly a surprise to me, certainly a surprise to Noah, um, that um, this all unfolded over the past 24 hours. But let's look a little towards the future. Um, now, after this year, Brennan's gone. This is his last season of eligibility. If MJ comes back, then you're in good shape. You have a right shirt sophomore signal caller who um, with three years of eligibility remaining, um, despite having played um, nine collegiate games, which is um, pr pretty solid. And um, then you have to think, okay, if he doesn't come back next year, you would have Ethan Rhodes and Lex Thomas plus Cedric Bailey Jr., your three-star quarterback commit in the 2024 class. That is – you know, based on the conversations I've had in the past 24 hours, I think they would look to the portal. I think that's a pretty safe, um, safe connection to draw here, um, which, man, that has a huge impact on the offseason. Um, you, know, you have to put a lot of resources into recruiting the portal quarterback market, right? Like everyone wants the best quarterbacks in the transfer portal. So you're going to have to put so much time and energy into recruiting a quarterback this cycle. How does that impact the next couple months for NC State? I don't know. That's going to be something that we have to monitor. But no, they're, they're going to have to bring in a transfer if um, if MJ decides to depart, right? Definitely. I mean, when you look at it, if he leaves, I don't think you have, what, one appearance, you know, this this year with, with Ethan Rhodes. You know, Lex Thomas, I don't think is, you know, ready yet. Cedric Bailey, I don't think they really want to start a true freshman quarterback you know, in, in play with that. So I think definitely to the portal, they're going to find somebody with veteran. And I wouldn't be surprised if they look for somebody with two years of experience, with two years of eligibility left. 
not one. So you can kind of avoid it, bridge the gap, and develop your young quarterbacks behind them. And then when that guy were to leave, then you can look at Lex Thomas, say Cedric Bailey, or Will Wilson, you know, who will show up and, and kind of go from there. So I think the quarterback room of the future is young. It's talented. But yep. next year is going to be the year you got to need to bridge the gap, maybe the following year as well. So I think a two-year eligibility guy would probably work best. And it's also good for the offense, too, because Dave Dorn talked about it. You know, Brennan Armstrong came in here with one year of eligibility. It's hard to kind of build relationships when you're only here for a calendar year, right? He shows up in January, he'll be done December. So, you know, I think that, that that's something that plays a factor. And, you know, to your eligibility guy, there's going to be in the portal. There's going to be quarterbacks in the portal. So I think that's a good thing, right? It's not a position that's hard to find. And, you know, it's just a hard position to nail getting the right one. I think that's because you're only going to bring in one. So you got to hit because if you miss, it's going to be a really long year. So that's the biggest thing moving forward, I think, is going the portal and, and watching that. Luckily, NC State found success in the portal, and I think they'll go back there and, and hopefully you know, find a quarterback that, that can fit their system and fit what they want to do. Um, Brennan showed he can do that. He also had you know some inconsistencies as well. You live with that. But we'll see. But portal's definitely going to happen. If he leaves, if he doesn't leave, then then I think they're fine. Yeah. And and that's an, an important disclaimer here that um just because he has decided to redshirt does not necessarily mean he is going to transfer. Um, we have not received intel one way or the other on that. So I just want to stress that at um again eleven a.m. on the dot. So that that's the info we have as of this morning, Monday morning, and um, we'll share everything else on thewolfpacker.com. Um, go check it out. Um, I'm going to be posting a lot about this, um, giving a little background um, as soon as it breaks. Uh, go check it out. It's only $1 to join our premium message board where I'll be posting this info and read some analysis on Brennan by Noah that he has ready to go up as well. Um, that's the show. That that's um, We just wanted to make sure we hopped on the microphones and gave you guys a little bit of insight into what is happening right now with NC State football. But um, – yeah, it's going to be a busy week. I mean, on top of all of this quarterback news, basketball starts tonight. Noah will be there. Make sure you're following him on Twitter. I'm following along on our site. It's going to be an eventful week, um, and we'll be here to, you know, add a little context to all of it. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, check out thewolfpacker.com, um, and we didn't get to do an ad read during this show, but um, thanks to our sponsor, Game Time. It's the Game Time app. If you check it out, go use code WOLFPACK. That's all caps, WOLFPACK, off your, for $20 off your first purchase. Um, buy tickets to any football, basketball, hockey game, anything you could possibly ask for. And um, before we head out, just want to emphasize again, MJ's doing what's best for him, and that's a good thing. Please do not reach out to him, tweet at him, anything like that. Um, best of luck to MJ with whatever steps are next to him next for him. And um, thank you all for listening. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces. Plus 24 seven customer support. His venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by.
Granger for the ones who get it done.